Look at us. 4.37 on a Wednesday p.m. We're going early again today. We're doing another matinee version. Um, I kind of like going this early, though, to be honest. A little, little yeah. different. A little different. Come football season, yeah, though, no one, no one's gonna watch. Yeah, it'll be so, it'll be tough to yeah. uh, to get this once you know yeah. fall sports start going up and everything oh, yeah. like that. It'll be tough. Oh yeah, but anyway, in the meantime, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Zach Alvara, and as always, I'm joined by Eric Newman over there. Um, Eric, how you doing, man? It's been a week. I'm good, and I'm glad you asked me how I'm doing because you are now my unlicensed therapist. Um, okay, so I've got before some real life be- concerns okay, that I before, need you to to figure out. For before me. we get before we get into that, um, good show ahead. We're going. We're doing whatever this is. Apparently, I'm a therapist now. Am um, I paying you by the hour for this? Like, does this count as my time that I'm paying for? How much do therapists usually make? Like forty bucks an hour. Depends. Then yeah, forty bucks. Yeah, cool. So, but um, then it so should be my time. We're doing this, and then we're going. Uh, we're going back into some of the schedules. So we're looking at four A through six A week two, which is September 9th and tenth. Well, eighth, ninth, and tenth, and then two A three A. We're looking at weeks. Uh, week three because they start a little bit earlier. Um, last week we went ahead and focused on the first two weeks of the two A and three A season. So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. It's posted on the Arizona varsity.com. Um, and we also did week one of the four A through six A. And there's quite, quite a few matchups that I think we wanted to talk about. Um, we just really couldn't. So yeah, uh, same thing we'll go for this week as well. Um, and then we have a whopping two listener questions. So we're going to answer those. And you know how I put it out a little this. late. Yeah, we did. That's okay, though. I mean, you know how it goes with this show, man. Um, you and I always find something to talk about. Eric and I always yeah. find something to go off on a tangent with. So I'm sure we won't be very short on time. Um, but nonetheless, thank you all for listening. And uh, with that, Eric, take I'm it just, away. Life's been hard lately, man. And, uh, you know... We're sponsored by AALL, and they're paying us both a million dollars an episode. <laughs> um, but life still gets really tough for us really rich people. Um, you know, <laughs> you, you don't realize that, how important your happiness is once, um, you know, they say money can't buy happiness. And that's true because we're both living in multi-million dollar mansions. Um, but <laughs> we can't figure out some of this other stuff in our lives. And so I just need, like, I need your help. Um, you're the wisest man. I know you kind of look like Yoda. If he were what? not looking anything like himself at all, and were <laughs> a, a not, not an alien or whatever he is. If he were a person that looked like you, you definitely look like him. Okay. Um, Thank you. You have the wisdom of a hundred medium wise men put together. So, uh, you talk better than Yoda does, which is crazy to think about. Um, I think I think most of the population probably talks better than Yoda does. I don't know. Have you heard some people talk? That's why I said most. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I was anyway, careful. I, need, I was careful with my words there. Yeah. I need your advice on a few things, Zach. Um, okay. You know, I was driving around in my Ferrari yesterday. Yeah. And I just... I, I just started feeling really sad about some things. Um, 
You do actually have a Ferrari red car, though. That's what's kind of funny. It's that color, but it's, it's definitely not a Ferrari. No, it is. Um, wink, wink. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> Zach, why am I not Adam Schefter? <laughs> Dude, why am I not Adam Schefter? Why am I not Ian Rappaport? What could I do to be Adam Schefter? Um, I, I mean... Do you want like the serious answer or do you want like the joke answer? What are you talking about? None of this is a joke. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. This is all very serious right now. Um, you know, Eric, honestly, you can put you can do anything you put your mind through. Yeah. Thanks, um, you know, if you just work really, really hard, you're doing a great job up there covering Flagstaff. You do a fantastic job with this show right here. Um, I know it takes up a lot of your time and you're being paid handsomely for yeah. for that, for the show, especially. Yeah. Um uh you know i if you really want to be the next adam schefter i truly believe that you have it in you to be the next adam schefter what's my legacy do i have a legacy hardworking, dedication great writer you have your own style and you have a lot of dry humor and Why is my union? Twitter following so low? I've really, you know, I I joke as if I don't care, but I spend most nights going to bed wondering why my Twitter following is so low. What are you at now? I'm going to look. I don't know. 1472. No, man, that's not low at all. Yeah, but I'm not you or chilly or anything like that. And I, I mean, I cry myself to sleep most nights worried about my Twitter follower count. And if I don't get it up, I can't I can't go to bed. I like have to do something to get at least one follower that day um, or I don't let myself eat and I don't go to sleep. So is that healthy? Tell you what, I'm going to do what I can to get you to 2000 followers. OK, that would make my world. OK, I'll do what um, I can. I'll I'll request the help from Chili as well, because Chili got me to a thousand followers. Did he? You know what? You know what? Honestly, you need, Eric, you need a groundbreaking story. All my Twitter followers, for the most part, came from a coach that decided to send emails to an opposing team. So why yeah. don't you just go up to a flagstaff or Coconino coach and say, hey, look, coach, that job that you got passed up for. I know you're mad. Send yeah. an email and yeah, then boom. do that. Write the story. That seems like a good idea. Yeah. So I've also had some really bad relationship uh, turmoil recently um, with a with a female in my life. Um, and I need your help on something. You're going to um, say that it's like your dog or something. I know you are. I sometimes I mean, this morning I woke up and I took her out. Um, <laughs> I put her on a leash. And normally in the morning, she loves to play and run around and she'll go to the bathroom and everything and be a dog. But today you. she was just lazy um, and didn't want to play with me. Am I am I ruining my relationship with my dog, Zach? What can I do better? Eric, I don't have a dog. Well, I mean, I guess my parents have a dog. So, um, you know, what you can do is just give the dog some space. Yeah. Maybe you just need you two just need some space from each other. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I have forty five rooms in my house that AALL pays for. So I know there's plenty of space. Um, yeah. So I'll just have to give her her own room or something like that. You know, the last time I got an Arizona varsity check, Ralph actually hand delivered it to me from his private jet. That's good. Was it one of those? 
um like giant checks that you used to see on publishers clearinghouse or on TV no or it or just something. had a lot of zeros on it yeah fair enough yeah but he had to extend it by like a couple inches just for the extra yeah. zeros right yeah but it, it wasn't was like weird. a giant giant you know, check but it was giant in the terms of it was that. it was weird though because all the zeros like usually they come like after the number the period you know the decimal yeah it came before yeah it was weird i i don't it was like a bunch of zeros and like point x like it was weird yeah but i mean yeah whatever. one of those you know uh fractions of billions only but um we're doing okay yeah should i just copy chili should i just be him like yeah. would that help my twitter following in life and... why not why not instead could of I, chili should I just copy someone else in general instead of chili you can be illy i could be illy illy i could be silly 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 big yeah. one. You, a Eric Newman. You could be Nilly. Nilly. Yeah. Nilly Vanilly. Like like Nelly, but with an I. I think that helped. I think if you you know, Eric, I think if you invested in some Jordans, then you would you would definitely get your following up. Um Am I a jerk for not wanting change? I never carry cash anymore anyway, but like nope. you know, if I'm going nope. to if I'm at McDonald's or something, um, and they give me 17 cents back. I don't, do I keep that? Do I just say keep the change? I I always drop it in the little donation thing that they have. Well, yeah, that's fair. I never I don't really go in places, but if I do get change, first of all, I use a card for everything. Yeah, me too. I never use cash. But, but yes, I mean I don't I don't care. I don't like to carry change at all. I don't even I I very rarely ever have cash. Yeah. And I will avoid places that say cash only. Um, because I don't want to go to an ATM and pay $3 to have my own money. I guess it depends on what it is. Yeah. Now, if it's Chuckbox, I'm all for going to the ATM. Do they only take cash? Yep. Hmm. Worth it, though. That's weird. You'd think yeah. they're solid enough and they do enough business. You'd think they'd have a credit card reader. but Yeah, but you had to think about it. They have fees with credit cards. That's true. So. Yeah, I don't know. I... uh I just I will avoid places that only yeah. take cash, and I'll get a subpar product because I'm going to somewhere that only takes cash. You're going to um, you're going to be here. You said in August, right, or September? Potentially, yeah. Okay, we should go to Chuckbox. Okay. Sorry, I know that's like we're like planning a, a meal like a month. In well, advance, you're going to but... be out of town potentially. I'm going to come at the beginning of September to see. Um, what day are you going to be in town, though? I don't know. Probably I... game day. Maybe um, the day before. It's a Thursday game. Oh, no, I'll be here because I'm not leaving until Friday. Mm. I talked about it today with my bosses. Yeah. NAU probably is playing at ASU yeah. in football to open the season. Yeah, yeah I'm probably I'm probably not leaving until, I would say, Friday morning. Are I you going to cover that there. game? Do you know? I don't know yet. I'll find out, though. Probably not. I, I usually, even with, with Sassman, I didn't cover the first one last year either. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know. I think I might be doing more Cardinal stuff this year. I don't know for sure, though. Should I stop rooting for sports teams? No. Because truly, I, I 110% believe that you are not going to make it in this industry as a sports journalist, sports reporter, or anything like that, unless you are a fan of sports. And you can't be a fan oh, of I sports love without... Sports. I love sports, but... I just, everyone has a team. I'm going to turn 30 in this December. And no team I've ever cared about from Minnesota. Granted, the links are fun. But there's only 12 teams in the WNBA. 
But Eric, I'm sitting no here. The the Twins, okay. The Vikings, okay. the Timberwolves, the Wild. None of them have won a championship. I don't even think any of them have been in the championship game while Eric, they've been alive. Eric, I have Detroit Pistons Tigers. Detroit Tigers, Detroit Pistons. Okay, 04. That was 22. No, 18 years ago. That's more than zero ever for the Vikings okay. and the Timberwolves. And the I have, Pistons. let me, I have the, the people Pistons. People on the Twins, I have that the Red Wings. Win are dead. I have the Tigers who have not had a winning season in how long? Not just playoffs, winning season. They were good maybe a decade ago. Maybe in in Miggy's like prime, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. He's still pretty darn good. I, I you yeah. can't really you know narrow down to prime for him. But anyway, I have all the Detroit teams. Lions are brutal, and then I adopted the Arizona teams because obviously I live here. I grew up here. Yeah, I feel so. That. I have the Diamondbacks. Two thousand one was our obviously best year. Cardinals, Suns are getting there, but this is the best I've ever seen the Suns. Now that, what was it? It had to be 20, 2009, 2010 with Steve Nash, Amari, all that, those guys. Yeah. No, was it 2009, 2010? Well, they had earlier teams. Yeah. Around there. 07, they were in the. 07, they were really good. But I'm talking about the ones that beat the Spurs finally for the first time in the playoffs. Like the quarterfinals, something like that. But that team was very good. Semifinals. That team was very good. Western Conference semifinals. Um, So, I mean, I've had some teams. But, like, I'm looking at a banner right now because obviously, you know, my favorite college is Notre Dame, college football team. I'm looking at this banner that says National Champions 1988. I was born six years after that. And I've seen him in the championship. I've seen him in the championship one time. And that one time, for those that really hate Notre Dame, are going to laugh super hard. That was when they played Alabama. Obliterated by Alabama. Yeah. Obliterated. And ever since then, yeah, we've we made it to the college football playoff like two times, but didn't do anything. And then I have ASU, my alma mater, who might be a I have to be careful. Might not do as well as everyone wants them to do this year. I have they to be careful because I work for ASU. And um when I said <laughs> the thing about the WNBA before, it's not taking away what the, the teams did. Obviously, yeah. the Minnesota Lynx were amazing. It's just have yeah. a, it, there isn't that is true. a legacy, and they only the have Mercury. 12. Yeah, they the only Mercury have, have been really good. Yeah, I know what you mean. The Mercury have been really good, and honestly, one team that we always forget about, or everyone seems to forget about, I don't know if it's because they don't value it enough, but I mean, the Arizona Rattlers have been the best professional sports team in Arizona for a very long time. Yeah, it's not close either. Yeah, and my buddy from high school is actually the communications director for them now. They're so he's championship basically every year. They could go this year, the number one seed. Yeah. So I, I actually texted him the other day after they won. Uh, I believe it was Sunday they played. And I just, you know, sent him like, hey, man, like, let's get together when you're free. And he goes, yeah, man, after the season, I'm, I don't have a life right now. And I'm like, nope, I get it. Because yeah. come September 2nd, I won't have a life either. Yep, I'm with <laughs> so, you. Um, except for yeah, that I, one the one weekend. And we know, you know stopped. what I'm talking about. I love sports and I'll still watch. But yeah. I don't take uh, I've I've kind of fans of the team, but like I don't take any identity out of it anymore. Yeah. No, I just mostly because the teams I root for have lost so much. 
Yeah. And when they do finally put together something good, they blow it up in a sad fashion. Yeah. Like the two Not times yet. the Vikings have been in the champion, the NFC championship game, the last two times have just been ridiculous losses. They lose to that Eagles team with Nick Foles, who was incredible somehow. Um, and then they lost to the Saints having six turnovers. Yeah. When Drew Brees and the Saints won the championship. That's so funny. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel you. I mean, I, the, you know, the Cardinals going to the Super Bowl that one year, I think it was, it had to be like what, like 2000. It was when we were in high school. Yeah, 2008 or 2009, probably. Yeah. I can't remember, actually. Something was I like in high that. school? I was in high school. It's going to bother me. I know, but you're you're like two years older than I am. Mm. Um, Cardinals, Super Bowl. Some super Cardinals fans are probably. 2009, yeah. Okay. I was I was right. Yeah. Um, that, man, that, that memory, just all of a sudden, the Cardinals are just going to the Super Bowl. It was so crazy. Yeah. But then, like you mentioned already, the heartbreak. It's the heartbreak of, who was it, Santonio Holmes not getting San- a foot down? Yeah, Santonio Holmes, um, Harrison having that oh, end the- zone to end zone interception. Oh, my gosh. That if they just tackled him a foot before, it would have been game, nothing because it was half change. Yeah. Wild. Wild, wild, wild. Yeah. That's why I love sports, though, and that's why I can't I can't not be a fan for a team. Yeah. Like now, granted, I will say this: when I covered the Fiesta Bowl last year, Notre Dame versus Oklahoma State, I did not cheer in the press box. That is a no-no. You have to know if you're a fan and you're in this industry, you have to know when is the right time to show your fandom. Like on Twitter, like if it's a Notre Dame game going on, like. You'll see me tweet about it. I don't care. Covering them in a professional stand, like in a professional setting, I was quiet. Was I happy they were scoring a lot? Absolutely. Was I sad when you know Oklahoma State came back and beat them? Absolutely. But at the same time, I was just lucky to be there because the Fiesta covering the Fiesta Bowl is like nothing else, man. Yeah, a couple so of years fun. ago, I think was it twenty twenty that Iowa State beat Oregon. I think it was 2020. Yes. Uh, and there were a lot of turds for both fan bases in the Earth. press box. That were like They were making these just like weird guttural sounds. Like yeah. Iowa State would make a play. I was sitting on the Oregon press side. I just, you know, I was just there. I didn't yeah. cover either team specifically. But like Iowa State would complete a pass. And someone would go, ooh, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, stop. Well, and then there's that one year with Clemson, Ohio State. Yeah, uh, the playoff game. I think that was what 2019. I think it was yeah. um, the infamous Eric Sorensen tweet that yep. said a Clemson student journalist just turned around to an Ohio State beat writer and told him to stop cheering in the press box. That tweet to this day, I think I still see pop up every now and then. Yeah. Um, and it is really funny, too, because if you go look at the mentions, someone literally called the guy out like a like a random fan. They're like, oh, had to be this guy. And they tagged him. Yeah. It was the funniest thing Probably ever, but it was him, right? It was hundred percent. Cause I looked, I remember looking and I was like, Oh, that's a guy. But yeah, I mean, it's just funny. Cause like I was only in my what first year at that point in this position. And even I knew not to like cheer. Yeah. Like now granted being from Michigan, obviously, you know how I feel about Ohio state, but still, yeah. um, I don't let that, especially if I'm working, I don't let that get to me, but to, 
kind of bring it all back. I could never not be a fan of teams or like something like that. Like I love, I just love it too much. I think that's what makes sports great. Honestly, these 20 Those minutes have really helped my mental state. Have they? Yeah. Have they really? Okay. Yeah. Cause you know, maybe, maybe I should go get a license now. Yeah. Start making, you have about money. four years of school in you. Um, just quit everything else and go get to go get a ma- an extra masters or something like that. Get certified. Now I have thought about going back to my masters, but not but not for that. So never mind. Get some clinical hours. <laughs> Don't have time for that. Yeah. Um. All right. So anyway, uh, you want to move on to looking at football schedules? Let's do it. All my right. My mind's so, clear. My mind's telling me no. All right. Um. I'm going to start with the two A conference. Do you have them pulled up? I'll do it now. All right. So we're looking at week three. So uh, for those that didn't watch last week or listen last week, uh, basically what we're doing is we're just picking out two or three games from each conference that kind of intrigue us a little bit. Um, And just talk about them for a second. I mean, look, let's be honest. Eric and I don't know everything about every single team, but we know enough as far as like what teams they're going to have. And like, you know, the just the overall, I don't know, gist of it, I guess you can say. Um, so the first one I'm kind of looking at, Eric, um, I kind of, you know, I mentioned them last week because of the new coaching staff and Miami at Arate Prep and Gilbert. Yeah. Um, I mean, just I, I, I'm just interested to see how Arate Prep is going to do. They've, you know, they also lost Matthew McClelland, who was their star quarterback for four years. Um, you know, how, how will they transition without him? I mean, he literally did it all for them. He could run. He could pass. Uh, he led, I think, the eight or not eight man. He led the lower level conferences basically all four years that he was there in passing yards. At one point, he was like number five in the nation a couple times. Yeah, he was. He's years. probably the best player to ever play at that school. He's probably the best athlete to ever come out of there. And he went to where did he go? He went to I'll double check it, but he went off and played. Now he's playing safety at college in at the college level, I should say. So, I mean. I'm just interested to see how Arte Prep is going to do. New coaching staff, new quarterback. A lot of seniors graduated last year. How are they going to kind of bounce back, especially against a Miami team that pretty much is always pretty solid? Yeah. So uh, what game are you kind of looking at? I was actually looking at that one too. Um, Okay. But I like uh, St. John Paul at Santan Charter. I think we might have talked about the Roadrunners briefly yesterday, but they've got a new coach. Uh, St. John Paul, the second – actually had their first winning season ever last year in the uh, 2A Hasayampa region. They're not uh, very new though, right? They're new in terms of, I think they're new for football. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think they're they're a young program overall. Yeah, yeah. and so last year was their first ever winning season. They went five and four. Um, and yeah, I mean, and Santan Charter is obviously going under some big changes with a new coach there. Um, so this will be a, a good test for both squads. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another one I'm looking at, sorry, I got to scroll back down. Let's see. I really like the, um, Oh man. Chandler prep at, at Veritas prep. Um, mostly because Chandler prep just really intrigues me this year. Um, They've got talent for sure. I mean, now, granted, 
people are going to roll their eyes and say like, oh, well, it's a two A school. Like, what do you? Nah, these kids can play at the next level. Um, what's his name? Creon Fulgham. Uh, I actually know his dad. Played football with his dad, but he is. He is as talented as they come when it comes to the safety position. A little undersized, but generally going to be a very, very good player. I think he's only entering his junior season. So really, I'm just more excited to see what Chandler Prep can do. Um, Because that's been a program that's kind of been on the rise a little bit, the 2A level. So, yeah, how about you? I've actually, I want to look at a 3A game. Um, Go for it. And it involves one of the 3A, one of the teams is 3A and the other one is not, but a, Alhambra on September 9th is playing at Arizona Lutheran. And it's kind of an interesting battle because Alhambra for so many years. Um, it was like 4A, 5A team. They were 5A last year, 5A yeah. the year before. I think they might have been 6A for a little bit too. Okay. Yeah, um, they were. I remember now. Yeah, they were. They moved down to 4A now. They're, they've well, had some Alhambra's struggles. baseball team. Sorry, not to cut you off. Alhambra's baseball team was in the 6A championship last year. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, they've so. got... They've got some good students. They've had some struggles in football with, you know, Phoenix Union two years ago, not having a football season um, or very limited one or two games. And then, you know, Arizona Lutheran went nine and one last year. Yeah. It was a, a power in 3A. So I'm, you know, Alhambra playing at Arizona Lutheran is it, it's two different conference teams, but to, you'd have to think that the lower conference team is the favorite there. Yeah. Especially Arizona Lutheran, like you said, coming off of the championship. Um, moving on to 3A as well. I, I'm probably going to take yours. Blue Ridge Coconino, man. Coconino obviously is a team that pretty much on a yearly basis, we can expect them to make the playoffs. Um, I know you're going to talk about them as we get closer to the season, but they have a lot of talent returning as well. Blue Ridge, I mean, you can never count Coach Hathcock out. He's got his son on staff now. Um, I mean, just... Blue Ridge is such a storied program. What Paul Morrow was able to do for them, what Hathcock is now, you know, kind of trying to build and, you know, emulate there. Um, that was, a, I think it was uh, PJ London, right? The quarterback that came out of there. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's a quarterback. Really, really talented. He led Blue Ridge to multiple playoff appearances. Look, Blue Ridge is a team with a lot of history. And obviously, Coconino is right there with them as well. I think Coconino is a little step behind, though, in terms of trying to become that, you know, north, you know, northern Arizona power that yeah. Blue Ridge used to be and now is trying to be again. So I just like that just for the sake of, you know, Flagstaff versus Sholo or Pine yeah. Top, you know. Yeah. Blue, side, Ridge went, yeah. Blue Ridge went five and four last year. Yep. Um, they lost in the last game of the season at Payson. They lost by a point. I think if they win that game, they're probably in the 3A playoffs. Um, and, yeah, I just – it was tough for them. Um, but they they put some good wins together. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's going to be a battle. It, again, is that three versus four A, but I think that's a pretty even matchup. I agree. I agree. What's another one that you're looking at? I was looking at that one, but I also am interested in Prescott – at Glendale, um, two great running teams that just play good defense. They both have good defensive lines and linebackers, and then they run the ball down your throat. Um, and so it's kind of a battle of two similar powers. Glendale obviously was a semifinalist last year in 4A, yep. and Prescott was a uh, – they were a playoff team, and I think they won – they beat uh, they beat Bradshaw Mountain, their rival, in the first round before – falling in the second and so it's two playoff teams going against each other from different parts of the state 
3A versus 4A is my next game. Round Valley went 10 and 2 last year, lost to Yuma Catholic, which obviously made the championship game. They're traveling to play Post and Butte. The five, uh, 4A runner up. Sorry, I got confused for a second there. The 4A runner up. That game, look, Round Valley is a smaller school from Eager, but don't count them out. That game is going to be very, very good. That game is actually one that I kind of wish I had the chance. Like it was on like a Thursday or something, so I could actually go out to. Um, because that's going to be a fun one. I feel like it might be pretty high scoring because both of those teams know how to score points. Um, at least they did last year. So it'll be interesting to kind of see really honestly how Post and Butte bounces back after making the championship game for the first time ever. And then Round Valley being a team that's always kind of in that conversation yep. at the 3A level, just to see how they can kind of get back to that. I mean, Round Valley whether it was last year or just a couple of years ago, actually challenged ALA Gilbert North when ALA Gilbert was really on the rise. Yeah. I think they actually beat them. So, you know, that, that, that game is especially for week three at the three, a level is going to be very fun. Three, a four, a. Absolutely. In four, a, um, I mentioned the Prescott Glendale battle, but yep. a, uh, another four, a team is ACP Amer- uh, Arizona college prep. They're playing at Gilbert. Um, that yeah. week. And, you know, it's two East Valley schools. ACP was 3A just a couple of years ago. Um, now they're a, they're a solid challenger in 4A, and Gilbert is no slouch. Uh, you know, know, that Coach Zellner does a great job over there. And um, so kind of an East Valley battle. Um, ACP, this might be the toughest, probably the toughest on paper team they've played, right? I mean, Valley Christian yeah. was great. Um, well, that's the same level. Being a, you know, going up at, a 5A team that's in the playoffs, you know, hit and miss every year. Um, they yeah. don't always make it, but they're they're a contender most seasons. Um, so playing well, at Gilbert's a big deal. Yeah. For this team. And keep in mind, Arizona College Prep is 4A now. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought you, you said through Valley Christian, same level. I know you're talking about last year. I just want to double check yeah. or make sure, though. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, Arizona College Prep was one of the teams that went up uh, a conference this year. Actually, one yeah. of several teams. Yeah, many um, teams. Looking at uh, September 8th, it's actually going to be the Thursday night game. Uh, so you can probably plan on me being out there before I uh, take off the next morning. Um, ALA Gilbert North at Eastmark. This will be one. probably one of the biggest challenges that Eastmark will face since starting its program. Yeah. Eastmark made the playoffs last year. I think they went to it was Santa Cruz that they went and lost to, correct? I believe it was. I don't remember. I think it was Santa Cruz. Um, Obviously, Santa Cruz, very, very good program. Um, And I could be wrong about that. But either way, they lost to River Valley last year. That's who it was, River Valley. So the same, I think they're both the Dust Valley. Yes, that's why I got missed. And they're both like the same color scheme. Yep. That's why I got confused. Okay. Look, Eastmark will have its hands full with A.L.A. Gilbert. A.L.A. Gilbert North returns a ton of talent, including their quarterback. And his name is Adam DeMonte. Thank you. Why am I blanking so hard today? It's I I'll always remember that name because he's uh, he's an NAU commit. So I'll see him in a better right. school year. Adam DeMonte. Thank you. So and he, I saw him at, at flight club and he looks good. Yeah, he looks really good. On a separate um, note, uh, NAU's quarterback depth for the next few years is going to be really solid. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy what they're doing up there. Um, But that's going to be a very fun Thursday night game. Look, Ailey Gilbert North has a certain level of swagger to it 
they're they have they come with an attitude they come to hit you they come to play if you remember they were up on la queen creek by at least two touchdowns or more last year before yeah. la queen creek came back this is not a team to mess around with this is a team that obviously was pushed to the brink by yuma catholic and yuma catholic came out on top in that one in the semifinals last year but that yuma catholic team was very special yeah um so this that game is going to be a lot of fun it is going it, to it's it's basically a Eastmark's kind of preview to what they're going to get because Eastmark will not be a 3A team for very much longer. Yeah, agreed. And that goes to just how much the school is growing, but also just the job that Scooter Molander has done over there too. That's going to be a really fun game. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be out there for that one. Another 4A yep. uh, on Saturday. So you talked the Thursday. Oh no, that's uh, that's the week before. I apologize. <laughs> well, I was September third. So for those that want to know what we're looking at we're looking at the az preps website and it really you have to really pay attention on the left side because there's yeah. not like week one week two week three it's all just like mixed in together so if we if we mess up a little bit sorry about that um <laughs> but i am interested in snowflake at sholo uh snowflake and a 4a new team they've obviously won the last two 3a titles sholo is um kind of a, a rival in terms of that you know northern arizona smaller yeah. school um, so that, that's always a huge battle there. And it's at Sholo this year, who is still three, a, I believe. Um, yep. but that's, that's a pretty even matchup. How about Seton Catholic and Valley Christian? That's a fun one. Four, a versus three, a, um, look, Seton Catholic has been down a little bit. Um, I do know that Pete Waheim, who I played for at Highland is trying to bring them back. Valley Christian was in the semifinals last year. And I think the year before that. And then, like, close to that the year before that. Valley Christian has been a very consistent program. They just haven't been able to get over the hump and make that championship game. Um, and that's something I actually talked about a lot last year, if you remember. So, they kind of proved us wrong, though. They Not not wrong, I shouldn't say, but they had, um, you know, they had never had that playoff success. And yeah. now they've never, they haven't made the championship game, but they've, yeah. you know, done some good things. And now they, you know, last year, man, they... Look, the first half they looked really good against Snowflake, but Snowflake in that second half, oh, that was a special team. That Snowflake team was ridiculous. Uh, but nonetheless, a little uh, Jacob Chandler. still has to eat his coleslaw from there. That's true. I forgot. Oh, we still have to. We owe them pizza still. Ugh. Um. So, but yeah, no, a little Chandler battle. I mean, Seton Catholic and Valley Christian are not very far away from each other. Maybe five miles. Yeah, and they're both like a smaller private setting. Um, that'd be a fun one. That'd be a really fun one, actually. No doubt. Five A. Get into the big boys. Go ahead, Eric. Sunrise Mountain um, is taking on Milliken out of California. Um, okay. And they, I'm just interested to see how you know they were five A champion two years ago, semifinalists last year, or maybe quarters. Um, either way, they were a solid team in five A last year. Sunrise Mountain. Yep. Um, taking on some out-of-state uh, competition. They don't do a ton of that, um, but I'm interested to see how they do. I don't know anything about Milliken, but, you know, any team out of California has to have some sort of, um, yeah. you know, currency. Yeah, I got you. I almost feel like I need a drum roll for this one. I need to actually adjust and sit up in my chair for a second here. So, September 9th. All right, that's too loud. Too loud. <laughs> 
September 9th. Now, unfortunately, I will not be in town, I don't believe. September 9th at 7 p.m. in the NOPO, as our good friend uh, Kevin McCabe would say. The game that everyone wanted last year in 4A. Both teams are now 5A. Both teams were in the open division last year. ALA Queen Creek and Cactus. Yeah, that's a great one. I think it speaks for itself. But just in case those of you that are listening don't know, ALA Queen Creek was the front runner in 4A along with Cactus all year long. All year long. They wanted each other. They wanted to play for a 4A championship. They both had to go to the open division. They both did relatively well in their open division matchups, at least in the first half. Cactus yeah. yeah, neither of them were blown out. No. And, and the score for both of them looked lopsided at the end, but the first half for both of them were close. Yeah. Actually, I think Cactus was down by like 21 or something like that in the first half, and they came back and made it a close game to Saguaro, which says something. Um, look, I did a story on ALA Queen Creek earlier this summer, and the one thing that Ryan Mesa said, talented wide receiver out there, was we can't wait for Cactus. They were tired of the speculation last year. They were tired of the, oh, well, if they played, Cactus would probably win. Cactus was this. Cactus was that. That ALA Queen Creek team was darn good last year and they're going to be darn good again yeah i am excited i hope that game is live streamed somewhere yeah because agreed. i will be watching it from the sideline of whatever game i'm at which we'll get to the game that i think i'm going to be at when we hit the 6a conference but that game it should be circled on a lot of people's list yeah that agreed. game is going to be incredible yeah i think a lot of people thought that was going to be a 4a title game if both teams had been in the 4a playoffs I'll go out um, and say Cassie it would have been. Cassie I think Grand it would have been. Didn't have to play it against either of those teams, yeah. so we don't know exactly how that would have gone. But regardless, um, I think I think it would have been. One. I really think it would have been the four A championship. Those two teams were just it, like Cassie Grand was very good. Mesquite was awesome, but those but Cactus and LA Queen Creek were just far and away. I think the better teams that year. Yeah, yeah, they were special. So, yeah. Um, the, the other 5A game that I've got uh, isn't at that level, but these two teams met in the 5A semifinals two years ago, and it's Ironwood at Notre Dame Prep. That was um, mine too. Yep. So Ironwood had a tough year last year. Um, yeah. They lost Will Haskell, who was, you know, one of the top players in Arizona, um, with incredible quarterback that led yep. them to the 5A title game the year before. Um, and so they had to recover some of, you know, losing a bunch of seniors on both sides of the ball. But they're going to yep. come back stronger this year. I don't know if they're, you know, if they're five A championship game level, but they're going to be better than they were last year. And Notre Dame Prep's always right there. Um, yeah, you know, for, even for a little bit, they were, if I remember correctly, they were close to that open ranking early in the season. Um, they were. I think they were like number twelve or thirteen. Yeah. So they, I mean, they yeah. always have solid regular seasons. Yeah. Um, and obviously made two five A championship games in a row a couple years back. Yeah. Um, yeah, George Prelock so, does a really good job up there yeah. with that program. Yeah, and they're just um, they keep going up and yeah. you know they're they play 5A ball. People were thinking about them being a 6A school, but that's a tiny school. No, that um, that's a 4A school. 
they yeah. they compete at the 4a level in every other sport yeah and everything else and it's it's not even that it, it, i don't even know if it has 4a enrollment it might be like on I the think fringe it, of I think 3A. It, i think it is 3a yeah because actually now i think about it their track team i think is either division three or no it's yeah they, so they're 4a in like uh most of the major sports basketball yep. volleyball baseball mm-hmm. um softball like they're 4a in that but they might yep. legitimately be 3a enrollment Notre Dame Preps volleyball team won the 4A championship. They're incredible, man. I got to see a stream of that. Um, They're really good. They played against Flagstaff and they were, they were nuts. Yeah. They're really good. Um, Let's move on to 6A because I think there's more than just two games that we have to highlight with. There's an obvious one though. There's an obvious one. So I'm going to go ahead and take that one. Does everyone remember the miracle at Hamilton last year? Do you remember it, Eric? I do remember it the 18 point comeback in a minute in like 17 or 27 seconds, whatever it was. Yeah. Nico Marquial beat Bishop Gorman, basically put Hamilton on his back and beat Bishop Gorman. Mm -hmm. I think at the time they were number seven in the country. We're getting a rematch. You know, those two teams, they signed on for a home and home last year. It was at Hamilton this year. It's at Bishop Gorman. Pretty sure it's part of like the Polynesian classic that usually happens over there in Las Vegas. Yeah. I've said it already a couple times, but I may not be in town for the ninth. It's because I currently am planning to be there. Um, week one of the season, I plan to be in San Diego. That one is already basically locked in, if, if I'm not mistaken. Las Vegas is very close to being locked in as well. Um, so it's very possible. It's about. It's a very good chance that I will be up in Las Vegas for that game. And I could not be more excited. Um, I also can't wait to make all the Texas high school football fans mad again by saying that Bishop Gorman Stadium is very nice. Um, it's not as nice as ours. <laughs> we got 80,000 people. 80,000 people sitting on the stadium. Wow. <laughs> I can do that. I was born in Texas. Okay, that that's fair. Um, but yeah, no, this game now obviously these are two very different teams. Uh, well, yeah, neither of them are as good as Permian. Are you done? Hook them horns. All right. Um, yeah. Bishop Gorman returns a ton of time. How could you think that this is the best football stadium ever? Haven't Bishop, you seen every single one at all 8 million of our high schools? Bishop Gorman returns a ton of talent. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Hamilton obviously is very, very talented. I'm excited to see what Rock Cholosky can do at, at quarterback now, finally. US, UCLA baseball commit, probably going to get drafted next year. Um, but he loves football, man. He loves football, and he looked really good at Chili's event. Um, so I'm excited to see what, what goes on with that game. I cannot wait for that game. And now the Bishop Gorman people know me because I had fans in my mentions for five months after that game, still pissed off about the outcome. Yeah. You made them lose. I did. It was my fault completely. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, obviously Jeremiah vessel from Basha, he's now going to be at Gorman. So I'm excited. I actually talked to him at Chili's thing too. So I told him I was going to try to be up there and it'd be really cool to see him, uh, you know, get a shot at playing Hamilton because he didn't get that last year. So, um, and he kind of adopted the same mindset that a lot of those kids at Basha have, and that's, they want to beat Hamilton. So they want to beat Hamilton and they want to beat Chandler that. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
since we're on the topic of Las Vegas, I'll just go to my next game really quick. September 10th, Mountain Point plays in Las Vegas at Bishop Gorman High School against Arborview from Vegas. Look, man, I've talked to a lot of coaches this summer. Every single one of them is super impressed by the way Mountain Point looks right now. The amount of talent they have. Jalen Johnson transferred in from Liberty. Yep. Jaden Davis came over from Castile with his mom, who's an amazing track coach. Chris Arvizo is going to go into basically his third year as a starter. You have Jalen rushing. You have Randall Parker. And then week six, you get Christian Clark. And I haven't even talked about Jalen Palmer or anyone on that defense. Gary Tucker, Isaac Patterson, who I have a story they've got, coming. They've got talent. This team is loaded. Now, this was something even, even Coach Lauer would say. Their trenches, they're not sure about yet. But their left side of the line with Leha and Caleb Jones coming back is going to be basically just like it was last year with Caleb at tackle and when they had Jack Plody, who obviously is now going to NAU. This Mountain Point team is going to surprise a lot of people. I would not be surprised if this Mountain Point team is eight and two, nine and one this year. Yeah, that's how good that is how good they can be. Their schedule favors them a little bit. I will admit that, obviously. But th- this might be the start of the quote unquote return of Mountain Point. Yeah, and I mean, you you obviously cover them. You cover Awatuki more than anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not going to be subjective about it. You're not going to hype no. them up more than they deserve. You've seen some bad mountain point teams. I've seen some really bad mountain. Point. I've seen some mountain point teams that should not have been as bad as they were. Yeah. Last year, that team should have been way better. Yeah. Way better than what they showed. They just couldn't finish games. Yeah. This year, this team, there's a different mind. There's a different feeling about this yeah. team. Matty Braun is going to be amazing for them. Amir Williams is going to get a shot for them. He and those are two guys that people haven't even heard of yet, but I've seen them play so far this summer. Matt might very well go to college for uh, being a kicker because he's very very good at being a kicker. But when I tell you that he can very much replicate a lot of what Mason did last year for Mountain Point out of the slot position. Oh. And then you turn around and you put Christian in the slot or Randall in the slot or line J or uh, line Jalen and Christian up in the backfield together. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Not many teams will be able to stop that. No. Agreed. This mountain point team can be very special. Very, very special. Um, they're still going to put it together, but they're going to be are they, are they open division championship good? I don't think so yet. Are they 6A contender? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Especially with it? how many teams from the 6A are probably going to get taken. for Yeah, it's usually, year. you know, now that there's now that, yeah. uh, some of the 4A teams from last year move up and you know, I think some we of the 5A get, teams move up, I think we probably get six, yeah. seven I was teams, say, six, I think eight. I think we get max two 5A teams and that's it. Yeah. So anyway, I still have more games I kind of want to highlight, but I'm going to let you kind of take over. So what are, what are your games you're looking at for that? I just want to – I have one I want to look at. I also was, you know, obviously Hamilton at Bishop yeah, Gorman. of course. Um, yeah. But I like Pinnacle at Liberty as well. Um, it's going to be a fun one. The the different regions, I don't know if they're in the same region anymore, honestly, because they changed a lot. 
It's so um, messed up. No. But for a long time, they were region yeah. rivals um, and kind of battling in big games. And so, yep. you know, they're kind of bringing that back. Liberty has obviously been uh, a darling in the last two years, uh, making yeah. two straight, um, you know, crazy games against Chandler in um, back-to-back playoffs. Three of them, uh, if you count the regular season. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, you know, two open semifinal games in a row. Um against Chandler that were both wild. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're coming back and we've talked to Cody. We have our, uh, our three person group chat and both of you and Cody, I haven't seen much Liberty, but both, both of you guys have been really impressed. Uh, we've talked about that a little bit with the talent I, that they have there and Cody specifically is. Can I just really, make really a prediction now and people can record this. I don't care. Liberty will be a top three open division team. They're that Easily. good. Yes. Liberty will be in the top three for the open division rankings this year. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I really truly believe that Liberty will be one, two, or three. Jacob uh, Liberty is yeah, currently doing jumping jacks in celebration. In oh, he. Yeah. We talked about rooting for teams. That guy. That guy yeah. goes to sleep with a uh, Brock mast um, jersey on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like when um, not a blow-up doll, a fathead. Uh, one of the those fathead. Kids. Yeah. yeah. He could He's got put one it of those. on a doll, like one of those, you know, the, the yeah. things that the car sales that like the floppy guy with the oh, big those, arms. Uh, what is it? The wacky waving and waving arm inflatable tube man, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? yeah. So he could put a picture of the fat head on there and have it yeah. wave around in his room. That'd be really cool. And when he wakes up in the morning, he goes, good morning, Brock. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, Brock Mass was one of the best football players I've ever seen. He was one so of the most fun, fun yeah, one of the most fun football players I've ever seen. Like that Liberty team is ridiculous. Yeah, I saw some. I think Michael Gardner is going to commit pretty soon. I think I saw that on Twitter. It's a solid player, man. And I was and I went through and looked at all of his visits and everything. I mean, he's been to Cal, he's been to like um, Texas, he's been. I mean, Oregon. What he's a life, man! Pick. Yeah, he can he can go anywhere he wants, which is awesome for him. And I love when kids have that opportunity. Um, I can't I can't not mention Saguaro at Queen Creek while we're talking right. about week week two of the two open seasons. Two, two open division teams, two teams that absolutely love to hit each other. Hit. Eh, hit I wouldn't say hit each other, but just hit in general. Very physical. I mean, I'm sure they'll love hitting each other as well. That's true. Good point. Um, that game is man. We have a lot of really good football. And honestly, like as we progress through looking at different weeks and everything. You're probably going to hear me say Saguaro a lot, but like Saguaro's schedule is ridiculous this year. Yeah, it's so crazy. Um, I think this is the second time I've mentioned them in the first two weeks that we've been going through. And that's part of why they're so good is their battle Exactly, exactly. Every single season they play these crazy schedules. Yeah. It makes them better at the end. Exactly. So, yeah. And, man, I'm looking. I already know what I'm going to pick for 6A next week. (laughs) Oh, there's so many good games, man. So many good games this year. Wow. By the way, you mentioned Pinnacle. I don't know how much I can actually say about this, but Battle hooked them up with jerseys this year. I saw a picture, a little sneak peek. They're coming in hot. They, they nice might have the best uniforms. jerseys in the state. It's it's very close. Chrisman, Chrisman came out with some nice ones. Did you see those on yeah, Twitter? I, saw I love those. those. I, I love that. I will say that powder blue is my favorite color, though. So I'm kind of biased a little bit there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Lib- uh, Pinnacle, 
Pinnacle's coming out with some with some fire this year and a different helmet color. I dig it. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, man, I Eric, the more we talk about the fall sports season, I just I get so excited. I'm so ready for it. And I think I'm getting more is 50 days away. I think I'm getting more anxious at the fact that it is still about a month and a half away than anything. Yeah. I just want it to be here. And I really want it to be here. And I have a vacation coming up in the July. And I just want to skip over that and just be like, let's just play football. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny as we uh, kind of transition towards the end of the show here now, um, especially because I have 18% on my computer. Um, I every year around this time, I get into the rabbit hole on YouTube of college football pump up best college football players in the last 10 years, best college football entrances. I think I started. I think I watched YouTube videos like that for like three hours the other night. And I just cannot wait for college football to start. To me, yeah. college football is the is the pinnacle, man. I love college football. And for the longest time, I always said, oh, well, it's because they want to they want to earn a spot in the NFL. They want to make money, blah, blah, blah. And obviously now they're making money. But still, I think college football has not lost any of its luster, even with the NIL deals. Until college football starts trading players or players can like request trades like the middle of the season, which I guess technically we're close they to can that do. with the transfer portal. But I know, but I'm, but you, you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. I love man. It, I love college football so much. I can't wait for it. So with that being said, Eric, the best thing you ate in the last week, go ahead. Best thing I ate in the last week was actually earlier today for lunch. Nice. Um, so I love a Jewish deli and Chompies yeah. in Phoenix. And I think there's, there's a few of them around the Valley. There's um, one close to my house. Really, yeah. Really good. And so I think there's one in the East Valley. I think there's one North maybe in Phoenix itself. Um, but we don't have that here, but I recently realized that Safeway in Flagstaff has Chompies bagels. Oh um, yeah. And so today I made an everything bagel sandwich with tomatoes, avocado, some lettuce and ham. And it was Ooh. tremendous. That sounds really good. That sounds really good. Um, for me, I think it had to be, you know, it was, uh, I went over to my parents' house for dinner on Sunday, like I usually do. Um, and it was taco slash burrito night. And it was not by any means authentic Mexican style, whatever. But there's something about ground beef, lettuce, tomato, cheese, sour cream, and a little bit of sriracha. Just something about it, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's and simple but easy. And I haven't had anything like that in so long that I was like, man, it was good. And I ate a lot. And I felt it in the morning. <laughs> of course you did. I was, I was bloated. But it was worth it. So, and I mean, you can't so, beat dinner with family. Of course. Yeah. So speaking of food, we've got two questions. Um, from oh, that's right. Listeners. I forgot about the questions. Well, oh, gosh. one hopefully, involves hopefully food specifically. Lasts. It okay. is. It's two questions in one from okay. our uh, our overlord, just chili. Um, he asks, since football is year round, should sevens be a spring sport? And he also asks, what's the best breakfast spot in the valley? Okay. So to answer the first part, no. No, uh, because that's too much football. Uh, and I know that sounds crazy, but like, no, um, the kids need a break. The kids need a break uh, to answer the and second. If they want to the if question, they want to go out and play it, they can. Exactly. Good for them. Exactly. But yeah. there's other sports that they the, can focus on as well. The second part of that question, best breakfast spot, man. I love snooze. Snooze um, is great. 
I love, I have to plug in my computer. Um, I love snooze. And if we're talking like breakfast burritos, um, the burrito express is very, very good. Of course. Uh, Papa Chavos, very good. Um, I would, I would have to say though, the absolute best black bear diner. Black bear diner is pretty good. I like the portions, it, man. man just... that, that's what I was going to say about snooze is it got a pretty big menu and all yeah. of it's good. And so yeah. kind of, if you're going with a group of people that all have different tastes, you can all enjoy yourself there. So I'm trying to see if I can get my charger because my computer's about to die. One second. We'll get, Take over we'll the show, get, Eric. What's your favorite spot? I was going to say snooze. Um, there's also, I think it's called Big Al's um, right near the ASU downtown campus. Um, as you can see, if you're watching live, Zach is not in his screen. And so I just want to say um, no one ever listened to what word he says. Uh, oh, now he's got his headphones back. Okay, now repeat. Um, what what would you say? <laughs> uh, I was just making fun of you. Um, okay. No, but I like snooze a lot. Big yeah. Al's downtown Um I think it's, is it called Al's Breakfast or Big Al's or something? It's by the ASU downtown campus or Matt's Big Breakfast. It's Matt's called. Big Breakfast. Yes. Yeah. Matt's, that one yeah. is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gets super packed. It does. And so those, well, what, those what doesn't packed. get packed over there at by ASU? That's true. I mean, I've gone into Chuck Box at like 10 o'clock at night and there's a line out the door. Yeah, for sure. So, um, all right. What was the other question from, I think it was from, from Salido, Jacob right? Celebrity, who's currently Celebrity. dancing with his, uh, with his inflatable dancing man with uh, Brock Mass's face on it. Um, he asks, if you're at a family party and you had three songs to play on the ox, what are you choosing? Um, and I say for this, you and I both pick one and then we kind of decide on one together for the top three. Okay. So the la- the latest family gathering I went to was my cousin's wedding, like big family gathering. Um, and I think the one song that all of them came away i don't want to say liking because they were like and eh, but it's one it was a talking point and when you're with family you want talking points right yep <laughs> wop by cardi b <laughs> were you twerking i was not twerking no dang everyone was dancing though it was a really good time i don't think they ever it was funny though because now for those of you that don't know the song i don't recommend listening to it um, it's very vulgar, but this was is the headline though that Zach loves WAP at his family. But it reunions. was, but it was really funny though because my, my grandma was there and she goes, "What is she saying?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, just don't worry about it." And then she was like, "No, I want to know." I'm like, "Grandma, you do not want to know what they're saying. Just don't listen to it at all." Did she say, "I've also got a WAP"? No, no. Anyway. This, is, this, used, this used to be family friendly anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think that one just because it, it'd be really funny. Uh, but I think on a more serious note, honestly, my entire family loves Eminem, which is kind of funny. Although it's also like Michigan. We're all, we're all from Michigan. We're all from like the Detroit area. So like it's kind of, you know, but like lose yourself was a huge hit at the part at the wedding. And for like all my family, like my uncle was singing it. I was singing it. My mom knew some of the words. My aunt knew some of the words. My grandma even was like, oh, I know who this is. Yeah. Like, it just that's just how it is when you're from Michigan and, and you hear Eminem. So. So I'll think of, uh, we'll make it wedding. Because um, that's something where you get, all get a lot of people together yeah. and everything. Yeah. But there's it's a, a lot song. Of uh, I, I've been a Queen fan my whole life. Um, nice. I love Queen. And 
I think, you know, obviously Bohemian Rhapsody is what everybody knows. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of, you know, it's not that much of a pump up song. It's just, it's fun for what it is. But I think Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. That's a good one. Everybody good one. enjoys that song. Yeah. Uh, it's really high. One. It's fast paced. It's easy. Even if you don't know all the words, you can go, don't stop me. Now. Exactly. And it's, yeah. And like everybody can sing along to it and enjoy yeah. themselves um, and dance yeah. to it and whatever. Yeah. I think speaking of songs with that, I think Sweet Caroline by is by Neil Diamond, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that would obviously be be one if you really want to get everyone singing together. Um, as far as my family goes, though, I mean, it's funny. I already said Eminem, but I really think if you put on Michael Bublé, all the women in the family will just go nuts. Of course. <laughs> so, um, my mom say what you want, also about Michael, Michael Jackson, but yeah, his music gets people going, man. It does. Yeah. Um, you can even uh, Mr. Brightside would be a good one. We've talked about that yeah. one before. Yeah, Mr. Brightside would be a really good one. Um, I think. Believe it or not, like, oh, my God. For some reason, my dad is a huge Pitbull fan. Like, huge. I don't know why. There was one time, I swear to God, a few years ago when I was in college, I came home and blasting from his computer speakers was one of, Pit I think, hotel, hotel room or whatever it was by Pitbull. I was like, what motel, are you doing? Motel, yep. in. And I, I walk in, I'm like, dad, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm listening to Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah. All right. Um, so I think I think if I played Pitbull, my dad would really get a kick out of it. So yeah. I Hopefully that, that answers your question, Jacob. Maybe Jacob's trying to put together a playlist for a family get together that we don't know about. Yeah. So well, what can so, we expect? Still, the I mean, headline of this is that Zach's grandma loves WAP, and that the Zach song and his WAP. family, yeah, the song. Let's be very clear: the song WAP. She enjoyed it until she figured out what it stood for, and now she does does not like it. So she can um, still like the song. That's true. It was funny though. It was very. It was such a funny, funny moment when she was like, "What are they saying?" <laughs> I was yeah. like, "You don't want to know." It's about right. You do not want to know. Um, what kind of music can we expect from you, Eric? I mean, it's almost your time pretty soon to, you know, get hitched. So just WAP on repeat 50 times. I love it. I'll bring my camera. I'll bring a, I'll bring my camera. Grandma. Yeah. I can't even, I can't even talk anymore. I couldn't even say that. That's how bad that is. Yeah. My body wouldn't let me even say that as a joke. So anyway. All right. I look forward to that. Yep. All right, let's wrap things up before we get any more not family friendly. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Um, make sure to follow us all on Twitter at Zachovara, at Inhuman Rights, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona Varsity. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, All.net, who put us up in these fabulous mansions and got Erica Ferrari. Um, and then, you know, thank you. I forgot uh, I said that. <laughs> and thank you, obviously, to Ralph Amzen. Just we don't thank Ralph enough. I don't think for obviously giving us this platform. Right. Um, and obviously, you know, making the long flight in his private jet from North Carolina to bring me my check with a lot of zeros at the front of the decimal. Um, so I really do appreciate that. Um, we had a lot of jokes this this game, and it, this, yeah. this show. And disclaimer, Eric and I don't do this for money. We do this because we simply love it. So, yep. so um, but with that being said, we will talk to you all next week, obviously. 
summer can be a drag, but the season will be here before before you know it. Fall sports in general. So, as my voice starts to go out for some reason, we will talk to you all next week.